Hello and welcome to Newbie, the world's first and foremost expert podcast on Ruby. <laughs> newbie. Chibi. <laughs> yeah, Newbie. I, I would have thought it was Newbie Chibi episode one as opposed to Newbie episode whatever. Mm, this, is a good, this is a good idea. Hello everybody, welcome to the first <laughs> ever episode of Newbie Chibi. I'm Nora, I'm joined by M. I hate this show. I'm only here because of my friends. <laughs> I'm also joined by Curly. Hi. <laughs> and I'm also joined by Autumn. Hi. Hello. <laughs> What's your exaggerated character bit for the... Uh, being confused. Okay. Autumn never being knows what's unsure happening. unsure of what's happening. <laughs> we watched season one of Ruby Chibi. Which I believe came out between seasons four and five. YouTube said 2016. I don't know if it was uploaded later, but... Uh, nope, 2016. Which would have been... Between four and five, I think. I think yes. that's true. Yes, I believe so. 2013 was one. Because I believe... I, yeah, I think it's between four and five. <clears throat> Uh, I'm going to pull up the episode list. Oh, yeah, that'll help. I'm going to I'm going to stop. I've been looking at basketball stuff. I'm going to stop doing that. I'm going to actually participate in the podcast. Do the goddamn podcast, Autumn. (laughs) I'm here. I'm I'm ready to go. Um, What did we all think of Ruby Chibi Season 1? So, five sentences to describe the plot of Ruby Chibi Season 1. There's no plot. There's four words. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's quite true. There's so, a little bit of a plot. I guess, I, I don't want to describe the plot, but I can react. What, what would you like? Would you, do you want to do the plot first, or do you want reactions? What, what is the plot? Someone tell me what the plot of Ruby Chibi is. <laughs> Everyone goes to the school, and hijinks ensue. And it's the a end. show. The end. <laughs> <laughs> um. Alright, so hit me with some reactions, I guess. So... When I first got into Ruby, when Nora was like, you should watch Ruby, and I was like, okay, fine, I'll do it. I mean, actually, Nora didn't tell me to do it, and I just was like, I'm going to do this. Nora's into a lot of stuff I don't understand, uh, and I should get into one of them, and that's what I did. (laughs) (laughs) You laugh, but that's literally what happened. I mean, it was this or Metroid Other M, right? Uh, I already knew I didn't like Metroid. I played that at the time. I thought it was bad then. Uh, anyway. I, yeah, no. I feel like you, you two right have that. like the least compatible taste of any two people I know. Oh, me <laughs> and Nora? with you. Yeah, you and Nora. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, this is maybe outside the purview of this podcast. <laughs> Fair. Um. You know, sometimes sometimes you like your friends because they spice up your life with a variety of their tastes that are not the same as yours. <laughs> I'm a spice rack. Yeah. Voice said that about you. Anyway, um, when I watched Ruby, the thing I was drawn to was the part where it was like big webcomic energy, but like as, as a cartoon. Uh, this is where that went. Mm. Yeah, I was gonna say like uh, I like the the phrase webcomic energy popped into my head quite a few times over the course of this like watching this whole season, which I did today. But like not in not in a very good way a lot of the time. And actually, I, like I was higher on this than I remembered being when I watched however much of it I watched last time. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I've um... seen all of these, and I I have, have always enjoyed them. 
to a degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, I wouldn't say I didn't enjoy this. I was just surprised that I guess I I was surprised at how skit driven it was. I thought it'd be more like every episode is like just a one story, um, mm. and then because of that, much like any skit com like a sketch comedy thing, it's really uneven. Sometimes the skits yes. are great. Sometimes I feel like my entire five minutes <laughs> has been totally wasted. Yep. <laughs> how did you like the one where Jean is calling Weiss on the phone and leaving angry messages? I actually, I, I actually thought that one was kind of funny. <laughs> so, okay. I think that one might have gotten the biggest laugh out of Autumn of any of them. <laughs> okay. I, I was deeply upset at Jean for existing for a little bit, but the bit where he smashes her phone really got me. <laughs> <laughs> like, the phone calls, I was like, I hate this character. I hate everything he represents. I want him to die. And then as soon as he starts smashing the phone, it got really good. <laughs> It's really weird because like Jean ends up being the like the main character of this show in a weird way, yeah. But only yeah, by yeah, making him the like sitcom everyman who's mm-hmm. like always going after the girl and being like confused by all his wacky friends in a way that that's not Jean's character. Yeah, <laughs> in the uh, like it's really really clear in the like this the explicitly sitcom episode with the live studio audience where he like opens the door and the audience cheers like yeah it's that wouldn't happen no. in the show he's not he's not that character no but he is in this oh by the way that twenty fourth episode the title is the one with a laugh track yeah yeah um yeah I kind of wish that this um I kind of wish that this was like five minute long skits instead of um five minute long skits <laughs> you know like um, there's a point where the villains start showing up and the, it just gets so much better yeah I, yeah that's real good my main memory of ruby chibi is liking the villains a lot and i guess that's just more in season two but it's a little bit here and it's well season two also introduces ozpin winter and crow Right. Oh, okay, and that's interesting. Penny, right? And what? And Penny. Uh, and and Penny. Penny. Penny's there, too. Yeah. Eventually. <laughs> Penny shows up. I think the, when the villains, and when, later when the adults show up, it adds some new stuff there. But. The thing that's uh, surprising <laughs> to... I didn't, I didn't realize this was from 2016. I assume this aired like while the show was still in school. Makes a lot of sense that it didn't, because the thing that was struck me at this is... My problem with Ruby continues to be in the post Monty Almera that I don't think anyone writing Ruby likes the four main characters and mm. and thinks of them as like characters with like depth and personality. And I think that's kind of true here too. Even in the framework of we need to write goofy bits, like Nora gets a better recurring bit than Ruby does. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, apologies to my friend Nora. Nora, the fictional character in Ruby, has nothing. <laughs> She's a nothing character. Stop giving her plots. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're trying in this season a little I bit. Mean, I mean, yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. Do you think that they'll put like Inflation King into the main show, or just keep it into the? <laughs> <laughs> Ren gets as much screen time as any of the four girls, which is both true in the show and in Chibi. But it's as frustrating in both of them. I hate, I hate Ren. I hate him so much. A, uh, a sketch that is in this show that you could only have put in this show like in 2016 and you definitely wouldn't put in now because people would make fun of you for it is the one where uh, Jean and Blake are sitting on the couch and Jean is like, do you ever get the feeling that this show isn't about you? Implying that the show is not about Jean and it is about Blake, which like, that's a fantasy world. <laughs> 
you have to remember this was in the lead up to Blake's whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh god. And and exit from the show. <laughs> Blake could only get her own thing when they put her on an island with none of the other characters you care about. Um, and also the 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 gag of like introducing uh, Pira. Yeah, the 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 reintroduction of Pira just being like nothing happened. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That was good. I liked that. I like Pira. She was my favorite character in the early seasons. I miss her. She's got, like, good big sister energy. She's essentially, like, a VTuber character who's, like, cluelessness is her character trait. <laughs> uh, very yeah. appealing. I miss that kind of character in the show. Uh, well, so that's I interesting, right? Because, like, Pyrrha's reintroduction into Chibi is one of the things that I find weirder about it is because, like, it, it, it like, definitely sets the tone that, you know, we're just going to pretend none of that happened and it's fine. But, like... Pira's not really in Ruby TV. She gets that big introduction, and then she is kind of like a, a prop for like jokes about Joan, right? Like none yeah. of the sketches are about. She gets one episode where she does a bunch of magnet power stuff, and that's basically it. Uh oh, I accidentally turned off my computer. <laughs> what? <laughs> you will find a way to fidget with literally anything, including a whole laptop. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I thought it was really cute when um, Weiss and Ruby and um, Blake and Yang all swapped outfits. Yeah, that was good. And then Joan is there dressed as Weiss, and he's like, one of us will have to change. I, th I thought that was quite good. That's funny. Good sketch. I'm um, looking at the episode list, and each one just lists all the different skits and just like dryly tells you what happens in the skit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you could, like, spice up a description of Ruby those Ruby tries to open thing. a jar of pickles without much success. She eventually resorts to using crescent rose to cut the jar open, but it turns out the pickles flavor is dill, which she hates. Um, I, I don't remember the mid-period of Ruby very well. Are Sun and Neptune so clearly a couple in the actual show as they are in this? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember either, but it's... Neptune's just a power bottom, and we stand. <laughs> I was going to say, like, <laughs> Neptune is definitely in this season of Ruby Chibi more than he's been in Ruby, right? Yeah. Like, yes, for sure. Yeah. I forgot that he had a deal where he was scared of water. Totally. Because it's, it's, it's ironic, because his name is Neptune. His name is Neptune. Yeah. Um, do, does everyone have, like, a favorite skit um, to shout out? I, I'm thinking of mine. I can't. Uh, get there right now. Uh, it's probably something with Torchwick. Torchwick's great. Oh, yeah, all that guy. stuff is really good. Um, I, I also, I really like uh, Flora's the Lava. sketch. Flora's Lava is good. The sketch with uh, Blake's, like, just the shadow clone that she's just left. Yes. <laughs> and it, like, stares everybody down into, like, a variety of different talking themselves into a variety of different solutions to their problems, including intimidating Weiss into giving her a lifetime supply of tuna. That's very good. Yeah, um, I wish I could do that. And leave that at work. <laughs> I, um... 
There's a couple things I like. Uh, the final episode, there's a bit where, uh, Pira's like trying to do a commercial. It's really funny. It's like the best thing about, like, it's just exactly why I like Pira. Just like very earnestly trying to do this thing she's not good at. It's good. Um, <laughs> I like the bit where they encounter the random, like, people without faces. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's really good. <laughs> I miss when the show was like this. <laughs> I, that skit goes on a little too long for my taste, but like, the actual acknowledgement of like all of them being like, I thought I was the only one is super good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, uh, despite Jean being really boring as a main character, uh, the one that's more like Jean in the show is the one where he makes an ASMR video. It's so on point to like his character. And mm. also it feels like weirdly like ahead of like trend to do this in 2016 in terms of like mass market appeal. It's just good. Mm-hmm. I think it's a funny, mm-hmm. uh, little skit. Um, for me, it's, like, basically any of them with Cinder in it, but maybe my favorite one is the one where, like, I want to say Ruby and Yang are, like, going and, like, introducing themselves to the exchange students, and Cinder is, like, trying to get them out of there. It's and Ruby and Nora. It's, it's Ruby, Ruby and Nora. Nora. <laughs> and um, Mercury shows up and is like, I've got the Kitten Killer 9000 <laughs> with me, and that's just who he is in the actual show, too. That's <laughs> just the thing I actually love yeah. about it, is that he's the guy that shows up and is like, I love killing children. <laughs> um, Cinder in this is really funny, because they play her as like this supervillain that is so what yeah. I wish her character was, and not anything <laughs> reality. But the, the thing, the one I really like is just the little, like, sight gag of, uh, Zavai and Beowulf running into each other when she's uh, when yeah, the, they're yeah, both walking really their dogs. <laughs> Very yes, cute. that's good. Zvi, uh really just uh, stealing any scene that uh, he's in in this show. I I just love that his name is Zvi. I still think that's very funny. All these years later, the uh, the bit where the bit where uh, I I don't even remember. Oh, it's, it's like Ruby's been making a mess and Weiss is up unhappy about having to clean it up, and they do like a you know Wild West style like quick draw shot. And instead, and rather than like model and animate a tumbleweed, they just have Zvi like bounce through the scene. That's really good. <sighs> I think it's weird they don't don't bring the dog back. Why is he not in the show? I don't know. Yeah. Where he is was he? he was delivered into the show initially in like a, a tube. He was like posted to Ruby, right. so he could do that at any time. <laughs> I. I, he's think, just hanging out with Ty, I assume. He's gonna show up as the, like, fucking continent is falling. He's just gonna pop out of another tube. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, in terms of, like, uh, things that, like, we think the show is missing that, as you say, like, got funneled into Ruby Chibi. Uh, I think, like, it's the kind of thing that we really should know about the characters from the show is, like, the skit, the skit that establishes that Ty just doesn't know what medicine is. Like, <laughs> he managed to raise two children basically to adulthood and never give them medicine ever. Like, that just, that just like fits. Like, you know, yeah. it, like they were raised out in like the sticks or whatever. And, you know, they're slightly weird. Not quite feral children, but like, you know, not city children, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what a shitty dad. <laughs> I know, right? I think he's in the next season, too, which I'm yeah. looking forward to, because he's so shitty. The one that I remember off the top of my head is him uh, trying to set up a like a online dating profile. Yeah, okay. I remember that one. Um, yeah. Nora, do you have a favorite <clears throat> skit? Or did you say that? Yeah, Flora's Lava, I think. Flora's Lava. It's a good one. 
Um, dude, I got nothing about this fucking TV show. <laughs> <laughs> one thing, what one thing that I noticed about it watching the season through again is that, like, going back to like having spe- spending some more time being a high school anime is that like a lot of the skits in this are driven by like almost like you know. Uh, adolescent sex comedy in a way that Ruby just isn't mm-hmm. like the whole you know yo the girls are having a pillow fight just feels completely alien to what Ruby is now <laughs> but like there was a time when that kind of thing was in the sort of you know the, space there's like a Ruby recurring Friday. joke in the first half about trying to like make a recurring dick joke about saying now that's a good yeah, right exactly <laughs> like, this is I don't this feels weird even for my memory of Ruby seasons one through three like it just feels like yeah, yeah. they're pushing it like further than it than I think mm-hmm. Ruby goes like to me. Ruby's mm-hmm. a show for like eight year olds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the actual thing is it's a show for fifteen year olds, um, yeah. who are going to get a lot of, uh, who are going to really enjoy that. Now that's a katana. <laughs> and we're going to buy a patch or a pin that says "Now that's a katana." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably true. I don't, I don't, I don't understand who the audience, <laughs> like the intended audience for the show is. Like, I know we're watching it and enjoying it, but um, I because I came to it so weird and late, I don't have a good like pin on that. Like, you know, the pop I, culture thing I think of is the the girl in Doctor Sleep is really into Ruby, right? <laughs> <laughs> mm. The thing for me is that I did um my sophomore and junior year of high school i went to one meeting of the anime club and we watched like two episodes of ruby and i was like this show's dog shit but everybody else at the <laughs> club loved it so was it that the is... beginning or like were you just it like, was season one in the middle it, of it? it was like episode three. Oh, okay. like it was pretty early on um <clears throat> and so like that is who the audience of ruby is eternally in my head is like sophomores in high mm. school um I don't know if that's true, but that's what it is in my head. <laughs> I also thought anime was bad back then. I was like, this is weeb shit. Now you love <laughs> anime, and eventually it'll keep going and turn back around, and you'll be like, I hate anime. I mean, I always hate anime. But, you know. You know. I hate anime, but also, like, I'm like, oh, after this stream, I should watch this uh, Ina stream. Uh, yeah, no, podcast, I fucking hate watch- anime. I'm gonna watch Dallas episode 2 tonight, so I'm excited for that. <laughs> Dallas, the the old no. TV show. Dallas. Dallas. That's what I said. Dallas. Dallas. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Dallas. No ID. So this is a little monk reference for everyone. <laughs> oh, because he's like yes, shouting out the no, window. I'm, no idea. And she's I have, like, no, I have ID. no idea what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Dallas is an Oshi show. Yes, it's the first okay. OVA. It's four episodes. What is this fucking cowboy? <laughs> I'm just kind of accepted that maybe Oshi is not for me. But um, also, maybe I should check out Ursa Yatsura, because that feels like the thing he's made that I would most enjoy. Is that you the see, one have you the seen bunny? Ghost in the Shell 95? Yeah. Remember, we did a whole podcast about it where we didn't like it, and you got really upset. Oh, did you have you seen Ghost in the Shell 2 Innocence? No. Oh, well, you should do that. I should check out Ghost in the Shell 2. Also, maybe I should check out the pa- first Pat Labor movie, but the second Pat Labor movie sounds kind of dire. Um, You know, people love it, but people have their personal freedoms. Pat Labor 1 is <laughs> fucking great. <laughs> What about Ghost in the Shell? 
The, th- the thing about Dallas, Dallas has uh, Shuichi Ikeda, who voices Char, as a cop from Earth who comes to the moon to catch space terrorists. And it's Yo. from, like, 93, so, like, this inversion of, like, Gundam. It's, like, littered with Gundam voice actors. Um, it's huh. just fun. It's really cool, at least the first episode. And it's also four episodes. You know, you're done in two hours. <laughs> okay, I'll check that out. Yeah. Um, This guy looks like Matt Mercer. I couldn't no, pick Matt Mercer not. out of a lineup. <laughs> <laughs> he does not look like Matt Mercer. You can't just say any man with long hair is Matt Mercer. But long hair that parts in the center? You can't just say any man with long hair that parts in the center is Matt Mercer. That's not true. Look at this one. Look at, see, see, look at this. That's not Dallas guy. <clears throat> I'm looking know. at this. You know what? This isn't not Dallas guy, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm looking at Dallas guy because I've only seen the one image. Why does Matt Mercer see. look like the control delete guy, like uh, <laughs> the main Ethan. character? Yes. <laughs> oh. Okay. Maybe you should actually Google Dallas guy, and maybe then you'll actually get the character. Yeah, Dallas guy. It's Alex, I think, is his name. Yes, Alex. Guy okay. Alex. Dallas Alex. Mm. It's not not Matt Mercer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Mercer could do a cosplay of this. Yeah, he needs to get a little like wispy bang thing or something. He did a Geralt cosplay on one of the Critical Role streams. Yeah. Gross! It's fucking disgusting. We're not talking about <laughs> Matt Mercer anymore. <laughs> I remember because when they announced the TV show, everybody's like, "Why is Matt Mercer's Geralt costume so much better than the real TV shows?" No, that was my post. Oh, is that your show? Yeah, that was my post. It was my most popular tweet until I made a dunk on Elon Musk that took it, took the mantle. I hate this Matt Mercer Geralt costume. This fucking <laughs> sucks. I used to really like Critical Role. I don't know. I've I'm never, so I've never listened I've never... to anything Critical Role. I, it sounds <clears throat> bad, but well, yeah. I hate. Oh, this. I hate his Dante. He's got a Dante? Look at it. Yeah. It's from DMC5. His Dante is Oof. extremely the energy I get out of DMC5 Dante though. This is this is on this is on point. Yeah, no, for... that like <laughs> That's the that yeah, that's the thing. That's who Dante is by DMC5. Yeah. It's accurate. I just hate it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is this the is the picture Kennedy? he sends when he slides in the DMs. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz I know he voiced Leon in Resident Evil 6. I was trying to see if he's done a Leon costume. Mercer. It, I'm, I'm not finding anything. Do we have anything else to talk about Ruby, or can we can we no, stop? No, we can just keep talking about <laughs> Mercer, I guess. <laughs> we really fucked up by burning a bunch of podcast content before the podcast. We were but. just talking about pizza. It wasn't interesting. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite shape of pizza? What do you mean? Shape. Shape yeah, of pizza. what's your favorite shape of pizza? There is I'm, a pizza place here where you, where you can get like a square pizza. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the other shape. <laughs> yeah, I like a square cut pizza a lot. But you can have a square cut pizza on a round pizza. Yeah, that's yeah. What but then, I like. then someone's got to the suffer with the weird like crust plus a little bit of sauce pieces. Oh, see, I like. Yeah, I like the um, round with the. Um, oh, round cut. Oh, I haven't heard of cutting it into circles. Round pizza, square cut, 
but it only works if you have a thin pizza. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's true. Which is what St. Louis style pizza is, except also St. Louis style pizza. St. Louis style cheese. pizza. Don't make things up. That's not real. It's just a thin crust pizza. <laughs> Do you know of anywhere else that uses Provel cheese? Do you know about Provel cheese? What the fuck's with Provel comes cheese? In, it comes in noodles when you buy it at the store. It's like noodles, like like ground beef. Provel is a white processed cheese <clears throat> pro- product. Cheese, cheese product, product, particularly popular in St. Louis. That is a combination Provel of for cheddar. Pizza? I've never s- seen this. Cheddar, Swiss, and provolone cheese. It has a low melting point, um, and it is what people use here instead of mozzarella. And therefore is, has a is... gooey and almost buttery texture, because St. Louis is fucking all butter perverts. You get this butter is... wine, you get butter bread. This I don't know is what the like fuck is Quaker's up. Velveeta, right? Like, that's clearly what this is. Yes, yes. And if you go to Emo's Pizza, which is like the the St. Louis chain, uh, you can get a Provel pizza. And when I first moved here, Ooh. I was really hooked on it. And then like I got it twice in a row where I barked, and I've never had it again. I uh, no. I saw a picture of pizza made with this, and um, the cheese has like a, a a like glistening rubber look to it that I'm not a fan of. Yeah, yeah, no. it's it's something. This is like uh, so. Um, Mermaids used to be vegan, and we used to get vegan pizzas. And sometimes, when vegan cheese is a weird thing because you can't use a lot of it. It's very strong. Sometimes you get a vegan pizza made by someone who puts the same amount they'd put on a normal pizza. It's It looks like this. It looks nasty. It tastes nasty. It's the grossest thing in the world. <laughs> now, have I selected the most disgusting-looking picture on the Google results page for you? Yes. <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to go... But... This is literally the picture I was looking at. I was fucking <laughs> so disgusted. It's not like the other ones are much better, though, to be honest with you. I went to a pizza place when I first moved here, and I was like, oh, yeah, look at a pizza. I mean, it wasn't a pizza place. It was like a, I guess it was like a, a place that has pizza, but also like subs and also like oh yeah, 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 yeah. salads and shit. And I was like, oh, pizza, that'll be fine. And I got it, and I was like, oh, this is weird. Why am I getting photos of a Provel cheese popsicles? What is happening? What, what the hell? fuck is that? That sounds disgusting. <laughs> uh, okay. Is this in St. Louis? This bullshit? is disgusting. We have to get out of St. Louis. <laughs> St. Louis's favorite processed cheese is now an ice pop. Like, kill me. <laughs> Nobody ever. <laughs> Who was sitting there like, yeah, I really want ice pop cheese. We gotta this get pizza out of this. Been, this pizza to. has been cut very chaotically. If you if you want to fund Nora and I moving to anywhere else, <laughs> uh, PayPal.com. <laughs> Exportaudit.io. Yeah. Are we done here? Is the podcast? It feels like a very short podcast. It is a very short podcast. <laughs> we didn't hit thirty minutes yet. Um, um, this is, this was made by a place called Poptimism, which seems like a, a a fucking popsicle food truck in St. Louis. What? Yeah. So the you know thing- what you should do. What? You know what you should do is you should cut this this thirty minute episode into ten three minute episodes and release <laughs> oh, them like that. Interesting. The part so, where there's two episodes about cheese really going to make people upset. <laughs> so those can be our Jean episodes. <laughs> so a thing, uh, a traditionally St. Louis cake is the gooey butter cake. 
I don't know what this is. Uh-huh. I've never uh-huh. seen They sell it at every uh, grocery store. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Um, I'd eat this. Mm-hmm. This looks all right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it looks, looks good because it looks like a fucking lemon bar, and that's what I actually want. But I know if I bite into it, it's going to be fucking butter. There's something There's something that it looks kind of like a custard pie. I fucking love a custard pie. I'd fuck up a custard pie yeah. right now. Bus, bus is nice is the thing. Like, What's a custard pie? Oh, it looks yeah. like a pie. Yes. <laughs> it just looks like generic you Get this pie. right. It's got custard in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I get it. <laughs> I haven't made bread pudding in forever. I should make some bread pudding. What the fuck is bread pudding? Bread pudding's so good. Send me some bread pudding. Bread pudding oh, God, it's dinner time for sure. As soon as I'm done with this. Bread pudding. I used to make this all the time. I'm um, seeing mostly bread here and not that much pudding. No, this is what it looks like. You just do this. Um, Dad would make the whole thing chocolate. I'll just drizzle a little chocolate over the top. You know? Oh, I, n- I don't do chocolate with the bread pudding. Bread pudding's like a caramel dessert for me. I don't like caramel very much. Oh yeah, I, I mean I don't, I don't by itself, but bread pudding. Get some raisins in there. You get some cream. Oh, it's good. Fucking. Delicious. Dad would make chocolate bread pudding and then like a blueberry jam, um, or oh, like a blueberry go. compote. So it's a little thinner than. Yeah, jams. yeah, that 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 work. Okay. I like the raisins. I love a raisin <laughs> I, dessert. I ate half a pizza before starting this podcast, and I'm just gonna go. I'm hungry again. I want. <laughs> Can you make uh, bread pudding in like ten minutes or something? No, like just immediately. No, no that's like a that's like a deal. <laughs> I I could order some bread pudding. I could DoorDash some bread pudding to me, but not to you. I don't know. Can I get? Is there anywhere that's? I'm gonna <clears throat> go on DoorDash bread pudding. DoorDash. We are not sponsored by DoorDash. No, <laughs> no, no. I'm just like, what are we doing here? What is this podcast? <laughs> I typed in bread pudding to DoorDash. Oh, we can get it from Serrano's. Serrano's? <laughs> Serrano's? Yeah, caramel brioche bread pudding, chocolate layer cake, carrot cake, high point burger. Dude, I love a carrot cake. Yeah, there's a um, African cuisine restaurant here that works like in the same building as a bakery, so they sell bread pudding as part of their desserts. Ooh. Layout. It's fucking good. I'm getting hungry. I want a dessert. We need to go get dessert after this. You can go get dessert. I'm not leaving the house again. Wow, okay. I'm, <laughs> I literally am about to roast a chicken after this. Like, That's right, you're going to roast a chicken. I mean, I'm, so I'm not going to roast it for probably another hour or two. I might not I might not roast it until tomorrow. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's okay. You roast it whenever you feel like it. <laughs> I just really like your roast chicken is all. I know. I just... We ended up eating later. We, we ended up eating that pizza a little later than I thought. Yeah. I guess it's only 4 p.m. I'll figure it out. Yeah. I don't work till 2 tomorrow. Me neither. This is export audio, by the way. We're just doing export <clears throat> at some point. Well, I guess we're done. Is there a, is there a who's who be? Yeah. I have yeah, who's who be? Who's who be chibi? Who's who be chibi? He's chibi. What? <laughs> <laughs> like who's Ruby? <laughs> He's Chibi. I also don't know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> yeah, who's Ruby? He's Chibi. Why is it he? <laughs> Please it stop saying who's Ruby. He's Chibi. <laughs> yeah, Ruby. Why not? Who's She's Chibi because she is what? I'm so confused. Who he? 
Nine. How many people are going to have stopped listening halfway through the five-minute pizza discussion? <laughs> you have ten questions, motherfucker. <laughs> Is this character in this season of Ruby Chibi? Yes. There we go. So I'm looking for That narrows it the fuck down. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. That's a pretty good get. Um, Is this character male? Yes. This isn't my guess, but I think it's the janitor. I was going to go with Roman Tortrick in my head, but once again, not my guess. You have to kill the Roman Tortrick in your head? <laughs> <laughs> so so I know how we can determine if it's the janitor, but I feel like this is a bad question to ask. Like, does this character have a name? I was going to say, like, if you want a bad question to ask that lets us determine whether it's the janitor, <laughs> I have one. Is it just, is it the janitor? <laughs> that was my question, yes, yeah. but I'm not asking it. There has to be a better way that we can do this, right? There are only there are like maximum ten characters in this show, right? Okay, we got we got Jean, Ren, Roman, Janitor. Who else? Sun. Sun, Neptune. Neptune, yep. Uh Mercury's in there. Mercury. That's uh, seven. We Zvi. could just go down the list. Zvi counts, right? Zvi counts. Yeah, Zvi is probably technically male. <laughs> Is this character a Faunus? No. Okay, so... Not Sun, not Neptune. It's gotta be, like... Jean, Roman... Uh... Janitor, right? Am I missing anyone? Mer- Mercury. Zvi is also not a Faunus. Ren's not a Faunus, right? Ren's not a Faunus, so... I've got six possible characters, I think. you got seven questions left. <laughs> yeah, I'm like <laughs> we could just go down the list, but I want to like. Is there anything is this, else? So wait, wait, wait. We got we got Jean, Ren, Neptune, Janitor, Zvi, Roman. Anyone else? I think that's it. Is Neptune a faunus? I don't actually know. No, Neptune is not. Neptune is oh, okay. So then Mercury so has seven if questions. We, if we want to split this, if we want to split this list in half, is this character a member of either Team Ruby or Team Juniper? Well, they're not a ca- member of Team Ruby. <laughs> uh, the, no, no, the other one. The other one. You know what I mean. Do you no. know what I mean? I don't know. Okay, well, I wasted the, a question. The answer you to go. your question is no, this character right. is not a member of Team Juniper. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> um, I almost want to ask, is this a character... Is this character a Beacon student? But I think we've eliminated all the Beacon students at this point. Oh, the other, yeah, the other so, team right? you wanted was Team Sun. That's why you didn't remember it, because it's Team Sun, named after Sun. Because mm-hmm. it's S S S N. Yeah, stupid. Super, super, super that normal. Is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's they should just call this podcast the Twink Brigade. <laughs> it's just four twinks. I wouldn't be surprised if in season two of Ruby Chibi they did call it that. Honestly, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Sun's years. a himbo and not a twink. I feel like yeah, himbogade. Hmm. Are those mutually exclusive? I feel like they might not be. Yes, because a himbo has to be jacked. Mm-hmm. Oh, he will be. <laughs> Sorry, what did you just say, Nora? You have seven questions left. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I mean, do we want to try and split this list of four, or do we just want to ask them all and be really upset when it's none of them? 
Is I this mean, character Roman Torchwick? No. Six questions left. Is this character Zvi? No. Five questions left. <laughs> Curly, you get yours. Just ask. <laughs> is this character... What, what's the janitor called? Do we know? I mean, just say... Just ask the sh- about the janitor. Is this character the janitor? No. Okay. So who do we got left? Mercury. Is this character Mercury? No. Okay, wait. <laughs> hang on. Uh, I... <laughs> Can, can I, without asking a question, clarify the rules of Ruby Tuby? Yeah. Okay. What characters are el- what, what kinds of character like what qualities does a character have to satisfy to be eligible to be picked for Ruby Tuby? For example, Ozpin is entirely in a voice role in this show. I would count that. You would you would say Ozpin is allowed? I don't remember Ozpin being in this season. He, he, he voices voice the play. Theme. Yeah, he voices the play. Right, yes. Equally, then... Professor Port is technically in this show, but he neither speaks nor is seen. That's not true. He does speak. Yes, he speaks in the play. No, Port. Yeah. When does he speak? No, he speaks in... I need to use the restroom. <clears throat> Sorry. Oh, he is in the play. Sorry. Okay, well, that's not the scene I was thinking of. Anyway. So, just... So, wait... When is he in the play? Because uh, Weiss asks uh, what the deal is with his weapon. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Okay. Okay, so it could be Elspin, it could be Professor Port. You have three questions. Well, now we need to think. Is there anyone <laughs> that we, anyone else we've forgotten? Uh, I, I can't think of any. <laughs> How do we narrow this down? So wait, can, sorry, can I have a runoff of our questions again? Uh, <laughs> is the, first was is this character in the season of Ruby Chibi? Which is yes. yes. Then then are they male? Yes. yes. Then are they a faunus? No. No. Yeah. And some characters were guests. Then you asked. Then you asked whether it was a member of Team Juniper, and that was a no. Okay. Okay. Which I think only... I mean, that's Jean and Lee ran out, so... Then Autumn asked if it was Torchwick. I asked if it was Vi. I asked if it was the janitor. Yeah, I think that's where we're at. So we've got Neptune, Ozpin, and Port, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Mercury. And Mercury. Oh, Mercury's in the show. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> um, Shit! <laughs> is this a member of the staff of Beacon Academy? Yes. Okay. Well, then it's got to be Port, right? Because Nora didn't remember that Ozpin was in the play. Yeah, I guess. Uh, do you just want to guess that it's Port? Is it Professor Peter Port? It is Professor Peter Port. <laughs> you have one question remaining. <laughs> um, I can't think of one. Um, what, what do you? If you want dessert, what dessert do you want? If you could have anything right now, cheesecake. Uh, what, topping, just plain cheesecake. Uh, either chocolate or strawberry or both. Oh, that's... I've, I don't think I've ever had a strawberry chocolate cheesecake. That sounds all right. When I get uh, frozen custard at Andy's, I get chocolate with strawberries in it, which is Ooh. ideal. Yeah. We can never record this around dinner again. <laughs> 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 I'm ready to go, like, order, like, $40 worth of food and just, like, glut and then fall asleep. Uh, sounds like yeah. great time. I gotta watch a movie for another podcast after this, so. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've just eaten, so I'm, I'm immune to all of your dessert posting. 
Oh, wish that I'm, I just ate it. I'm not immune. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't eat dessert that often. I don't know. When I go for like a snack, it's always like a salty snack because I don't eat candy really. Uh, yeah. But I'll, I'll, I'm always thinking after a meal, damn, I want a dessert just like as a treat. Okay. I, I think I usually eat large meals and also like, um, like you know, usually when I eat dinner, I've just cooked it for myself. So then I have mm. to get up and make dessert. Because I always say, oh, I'll treat myself with a dessert this time, as if I haven't done that every <laughs> other time. <laughs> uh, M, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at EM underscore Bing. You can find all my podcasts at abnormalmapping.com. We're about to record Abnormal Mapping about Quake. If you would like to send emails about that, tell us about your feelings about Quake, because uh, I didn't grow up with it at all. Podcast at abnormalmapping.com. I really would like people to talk about Quake. Or Halo 3. We played Halo 3. You can send Halo 3 memories also. Um, Curly, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash curl underscore e underscore grace. Uh, you can find... Uh, the podcast I do with Nora about all of Mega Man ever at twitter.com slash rushjetradio uh, and uh, export what's the custom URL did we get a custom URL for rushjet uh, export odds.io slash rushjet not e-rushjet is it rushjet no <laughs> <laughs> Export radio. however, <clears throat> you've found the RSS feed for Rushjet Radio. <laughs> there it is, right. Export or.io slash Rushjet Radio, where we do a recap of every Mega Man thing ever. And then also abnormalmapping.com slash hand to hand, where I do a podcast with my friend Armour about fighting games and Hell how yeah. they're great and how you should play them. I should play them. You can find Autumn online at autumnal underscore coffee and you can listen to their podcast with M on abnormalmapping.com which is and then an aeroplane. Yeah, if you want me to call Miyazaki a war apologist, uh, I, I did that. Yeah, you did that. I did that. Thank you. <laughs> well, you're welcome. I mean, it's true. The man fucking yeah. loves the machines of war, even though he's a professed pacifist. Stop it. Knock it off. You're so old. You should be over <laughs> this by now. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at neither Nora. Find the stuff I do at norablake.online. You can listen to my podcast on abnormalmapping.com, which is journal updated. And you can listen to my new podcast um, within a few days of whenever this comes out. Um, I really want to just edit it tonight whenever I get the audio. Um, it's The War in Our Stars, which is a Star Wars Expanded Universe exclusive uh, book club. Which is not actually true because we did spend 15, maybe 12 minutes talking about the new High Republic book that came out. It seems uh, like you're I pretty low <laughs> on that Republic, actually. <laughs> I'm the highest on it of anyone I know because I'm still reading it. <laughs> um, I'll talk more about that at some point when I finish it, but yeah. Otherwise, we're, we're reading the X-Wing books and we're having fun with Star Wars fighter pilots. Wedge Antilles. And, and casual sexism. I have, I have a Star Wars question for you. Are Wedge Antilles and Captain Antilles of the, the ship that Leia escapes on, are they related? 
Uh, I know they're different, but I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I know they're not the same person. Yeah. But as Ramus. a kid, I was like, wait, Wedge was escorting the princess. He had a whole ship, and now he's got an X-Wing? What the fuck? Um, I think he came to work for the House of Organa. Blah, blah, blah. Command Staff Center. Bail Organa. Let me just control F Wedge. We got Echo on this podcast. Oh, no, I'm not on this podcast. But you... on this Discord call. I, uh, so my laptop, sorry, my laptop dis- uh, disconnected from the internet for some reason, and so I had to rejoin on my phone, and then I had to mute myself, but I couldn't figure out how to mute myself because Discord updated on my phone. It was a whole thing, but I'm back. Welcome back. Uh, I don't think he's related. Who? What? Captain. Oh, uh, I was asking uh, about Captain Antilles being related to Wedge Antilles. Captain Ramus Antilles from the Tantu Four. Um, uh, for Antilles' appearance in Revenge of the Sith, George Lucas proposed Dennis Lawson, who played Wedge Antilles in the original trilogy, to appear as Antilles as, uh, blah, blah, blah. What? I don't know how to parse that sentence, but that did not happen, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it doesn't, there's no reference to Wedge Antilles on this page. Okay. But wait, let me click Legends. Control F, Wedge. No, no. It seems to be just uh, the same name. Weird. Well, who fucking cares about Ramus Antilles? I just, why would you give them the same name? I was going to say, like, I was told to care about Ramus Antilles by his surname. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, he shows up in comics, I guess, in, in Legends. Not quite royal enough, I guess. Are there any, like, EU comics that you're going to care about covering? Oh, yeah. Okay. We're going to do Crimson Empire, for sure. I I just, I don't have a good grip on, like, what EU comics matter. There are X-Wing comics as well, right? Probably. Yeah, yeah. I think they came out before the novels did. Oh, right. Okay. Because Tycho Selchu is from the comics. What if you read all the Marvel Star Wars comics, which are, like, double legends? (laughs) Uh, why would I do that? I like that old ass comics art. You know that that's the era of comics art that I like yeah. and you hate. So Crimson Empire is also the introduction of Namanor. Namanor. Oh, like from Kingdom Hearts. I thought I thought you meant the Marvel character. The what? Namanor, the submariner. Shut the fuck up. What? <laughs> it's Namor. Yes. Oh, they know that. Namor. <laughs> They're just pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> We've already done outros, Autumn. If you'd like to say goodbye and end our suffering, I have to go to the store because it's going to blizzard here tonight, apparently. Oh, no. You find me on Twitter at a tumble No, we coffee. did that part. You're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, did, just we did. We did. <laughs> Keep it Rubio. Keep, Keep it, it Rubio. Rubio. Keep it Ruby Chibio. Ooh, Ooh. Honey Nut Chibios. <laughs> did, you, did we talk about the fact that you can buy that cereal that Pura's advertising? Right. <laughs> uh, it, it's $12 and you buy it at the cringe mall. <laughs> <laughs>